Pulp. How do you say it? Pulpit. Pulp. <laughs> Pulpit <laughs> podcast. We can play on that. I think so. For the the I can't say it now. That's brilliant. Okay, the Pulpit Podcast. I think we have just created something. The Pulpit Podcast has been formed. Excellent. Okay, so we want to start again from here, Parker. <laughs> we can start again. We can start again. Welcome hey. to the Pulpit Podcast with Rabbi Finn and Rabbi Chapper. Hello. Okay, so it is September the 6th. This is the first time that I have ever tried to do a, uh, a podcast. It's the first time I think Rabbi Chapper. Say hi, Rabbi. That's right. Hello. It's the first time Rabbi Chap has ever done a podcast, so what could possibly go wrong? Very exciting. Rabbi, it's 20 days as we're recording this till Rosh Hashanah. In fact, it's even less. It's 19 days till Rosh Hashanah. Um, you excited? Yeah, very excited. Yeah, of course. Obviously, uh, it's, it's full on now for rabbis at this time of year, um, all the way through until the end of, uh, well, Shabbat Bereshit really is, is, is the marker. We keep going until, yeah. Have you written your sermon yet? Definitely not. Have you? Uh, no, I'm still searching for the joke. All right. Okay. Most important bit, obviously. And, and kind okay. of as we get to Rosh Hashanah, it's like the Jewish New Year. And I don't know about you, I start to reflect on the year that's been. I start to think about the year ahead. Yeah. Kind of wondering what's, what's your reflections of the year that's been, maybe what's been your highlight. Sure. No, I do exactly the same thing. I sometimes actually, you know, I start off my drosh sometimes with a bit of like a a recap of what's happened in the year just to remind ourselves of what you know so much has been going on I mean a couple of highlights obviously stand out for me would be uh, the Queen's Platinum Jubilee I think that was a tremendous moment both as a community and as, as the country obviously uh, the Commonwealth um, you know an incredible incredible the Queen is an incredible example of of service and dedication to others to the country and there was so much we could learn from it. And it was, it was, you know, some watching some of that pomp and ceremony. It's not everyone's cup of tea, but I, you know, sometimes now and again, it's something that really makes you proud to be British. And it, you know, particularly at the moment, we all need to remind ourselves of those uh, uh, reasons why it's, we're proud to be British. And that's, you know, really, I think it's something, something very, very special. I also thought, I don't, again, this is a bit of a, possibly a bit of a, a, a spoiler alert. I think one of the things I will be, I will be talking about on Rosh Hashanah will be the lioness's victory in the Euros. Again, I think that was a very incredible, incredible moment as well. Actually, quite an emotional moment, I found, actually. Uh, history being made, um, you know, football coming home, not exactly how we expected it to, but tremendous. What a tremendous achievement. And there's so much we can learn from, from that as well, not just the fact that it was, you know, we beat the Germans. <laughs> I'll mention that, though. Um, that, that made it just so much better. Well, yes, I just thought it was, you know, when they equalised, I thought it was going to go to penalties. And, you know, we knew how that was going to finish. We were going to lose. But if we didn't, phenomenal. Um, so that was that. And then and then as a community, as BES, yeah, there have been some tremendous things. Um, you remember the the uh, the Shabbat UK Friday night service? The, the... That was incredible. I, I, it was for me, that was the first time that we'd had so many people together in one yes. singing since yeah. COVID. It, it literally it blew my mind. It, it felt like the official end of COVID, really, because everyone, you know, seemed to, you know, our, our cares no longer were there anymore. And it was one just a wonderful opportunity. It was so uplifting. The, the, all the communities in the area came together and it was packed in Adam Hall and the atmosphere was tremendous. It was electric and it was really, really fabulous. And the weather was great. We could have kids outside. It was a really, that was a very special moment. Um, also, the baby blessing, that was great. Um, also, again, it been two years since we'd had a baby blessing in the community. I think we had over 40 families, so babies, parents, grandparents, another family. That was also really, really special to get back again. Uh, and for you, Oh, do you know what? I, I was trying to think about this. It's it was 
been a really interesting year. It's, it's felt like a year of two halves, kind of coming out of COVID and then it's kind of having a little bit of a odd turn towards the end as we have to do with the energy stuff. I think it's been, for me, it's been really nice to see the community come back. You're kind of going, you know, midway through COVID, it's like, what's going to happen next? Right. And then already I felt, already around Yom Kippur last year, it was nice to be able to have a service where people were able to sing along. Yes, we were having to wear masks, but yeah. it was such already a huge difference, you know, one Yom Kippur to the next Yom Kippur. And then, you know, Hanukkah was already you know, a bit more nicer. I didn't get to go to the, uh, you got to go to the, the, the Seder night at Shul. I didn't get to go to it. Yeah, but, I forgot about but, that. That was really, yeah. that was very, very special. That was as well. But do you remember, do you remember talk about Seder night, do you remember Pesach, first day Pesach? I was blown away. The Shul was packed. I was actually quite worried because obviously we know a lot of people go away at Pesach. And this has been the first year people have been able to go away for, for you know, two years or so. Uh, and I thought it was going to be really, really quiet. I was blown away. The Shul was packed. It was phenomenal. And it was really just amazing. lovely again to be able to sing Hallel with so many yeah. people, and it just, yeah. you know, it's yeah. it, it it was very special. And it, yeah. it, I think we, it's also one of those unique things that how often do we get that feeling of actually being able to do something almost like for the first time again? Yes, and yeah, did feel like that. Did feel like that. And then we had, and then again, Shavuot, we had the ticker nail again probably the first time to get it back in person again. And it was a really amazing atmosphere there. Again, people coming together, learning at night. Back Kiddush on second day. I think it was second day. Second day Kiddush in Croxdale. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Salt beef, tagine, flapper. Yes. I know, I know the food ran out. Ran out. Well, that's a, I think that's a good sign. I think we should see that, take the positive out of that. That was a good sign. That means the food was really good. There was a lot of people, a lot of people there. Again, right? it was great. Uh, and then it's, it's amazing to hear some of the plans for next year where there will be more opportunities for people to come together for yeah. you know sharing food sharing stories um i you know some of the plans that that you know the, the management are coming up with are, are really really exciting yeah. well, what what are you looking forward to over rosh hashanah yom kippur Maybe. Again, I, you know, I think a sense of normalization that we, you know, we are finally through this. We've come out the other side and we're back as a community and, 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 we're, and we're rebuilding. You know, I think, you know, another highlight for me was the fact that through this, we, we, we've, we've been able to publish the reimagining strategy. Um, you know, I don't, I don't know if you remember, but very early on in the, during the pandemic and when we were allowed to be a little bit together, but not that much together, people were saying, oh, we can't wait for it to get back to normal. And you could sympathize with it, obviously understand that. And I challenged that very early on and I said, you know what, if anything really positive is going to come out of this, it's actually to set our expectations much higher than just going back to normal, going back to what it was before. And I really think the, the reimagining project has, has, has given us the impetus, has energized me for sure and others, that actually to settle for going back to what it was actually would, be, would, be, would have been actually a waste of uh, what we've had to been through, what has put up, put up with, and here we're given as a once in a life, once in a generation opportunity to actually reimagine what community can be like, and and do things slightly differently, and that's what really excites me: the opportunity of not necessarily just doing the the large scale events, which BES is famous for and always does amazingly well, but also to focus on some smaller groups as well, actually to try and make have meaningful conversations with people and connect with people in a way which perhaps we hasn't been our focus up to now. 
and to find smaller groups. And for example, I've, I, I, I learn once every six or eight weeks with, with a group of women at, at, at one of the local uh, cafes, uh, coffee shops. Uh, and that's really nice. Those sort of things where you, know, you get really an opportunity to speak to people and, and connect. I, I, also, I also like that for reimagining Shawl, I don't know about you, it feels like it's given a bit of permission to do things a little bit different, a bit radical. So yeah. I've quite enjoyed the sessions I've done at Yavne a few times, the Nishama experience, yeah. which is it's just very different. And I, I would personally get quite a lot out of it. It's, it's for, for right. the opportunity to do a bit of meditation, but also to, to sing and, and, and you know, sure. reflect. And it's, it's just got this, this experience of this atmosphere, which it, it does something. And it, it's just nice to be able to do that once in a while. Yeah. And reimagining has almost given them. Right. It gives that, 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 sort of that permission to be bolder than perhaps we ever thought we could be uh, and realise that actually, you know, there, there is a, an appetite for that. Thinking about Rosh Hashanah, certainly I am super excited, although I'm hoping God plays along with the weather for Tash Lich of a Park used to be for me one growing up and born, that was the highlight of Rosh Hashanah. It was really? opportunity, yeah. hundreds of people gathering to, you know, a park uh, just, you know, afternoon of Rosh Hashanah. It's just when the weather is nice, yeah. i.e., when it's not raining or right. it's been raining, it is, it's glorious. And, yes. and it's also wonderful because there are different shawls in the area and even BES, we're spread over two sites. Yeah, and that is it's really nice to come together on that one day. Yeah, yeah. I do remember sheltering under a tree one, one year in the rain. <laughs> yes, you, you, so, you, yeah, went, so, you went for one year, but it was pouring and the rest of us stayed at home. Yes, yeah, that's right. I think that was my first year here. So everyone will be there. You have to be there and actually no one was there. But no, that was another year as well. But no, you're right. It's lovely. That's all things come together. Um, yeah. It's le hot this year. Yes. Wow, Bournemouth getting uh, the Shabbaton choir in Lichot. Uh, so I, I very rarely come. In fact, I don't ever come to Bournemouth for first night Lichot because I always go to wherever the Shabbaton choir is. Right. Yes, lovely to have it on on you know on home on home territory this year. It'd be great. I'm hoping the show will be full again, packed again. There's something about you know it's like it's like it's like a, you know tick and nail. You know there's or or, or I like Col Nidre actually. For me, Col Nidre is so special because. You know, it's that nighttime. There's a, it's a sense of drama and theatre to it, and which Slichot has as well. I, you know, I really encourage anyone who's never been to a midnight Slichot really come along. You know, uh, forget about the tiredness. You can shop on Shabbos afternoon to prepare yourself to be ready for it. And, and it's, it, it really is. It, it, gets you, it, it definitely gets you in the mindset for it. You know, Rosh Hashanah is coming when you've been to midnight Slichot. And it's just the tunes that they use are so evocative. Yeah. And, and it, it is that soundtrack which to the Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur service, which almost starts with Slichot, and then you say, right. and, yeah. and, you know. Yeah, you know, and, and it's like that muscle memory, isn't it? It comes back, oh, yes, I remember that, I remember that tune, and it's all those all those things. And it's that tingle down the spine moment, isn't it? And that, that tune just gets you, and it, it, it's just beyond the words, and, and, and very, very special. And I am I'm super, super, super looking forward to that. Okay. And I, I would echo what you said. If 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 people haven't been to it, it's actually got a bad rep. It's not technically midnight slichot. You know, we are starting at what, 1045 with food even. Yes. So, you know, exactly. uh, 11.30. So you'll be in bed by 1.30, maybe 1.45. Mm, possibly a bit later. But anyway, it's worth it's, staying up for. It's worth staying up for. You know, it's it's a night, you know, it's much better than a night at the opera or the theatre or something like that. It really is very, very special.
Yeah, a hundred percent. And I guess probably, you know, my final question for today is, have you made your honey cake yet? <laughs> no, Eva keeps telling me we've got, I've got to make the honey cake. Well, I'm, Rabbi, I'm hoping you're going to teach me this year. Do you know what? Maybe let's let's find a time. Let's find a time. I'll come out and teach you how to make yeah. honey cake. Got the chef's hat, but so I'm ready. Yeah, you're, you you've appeared on US TV, you know, with your I cooking. Know. It's uh, but but be warned, my honey cake only contains a teaspoon of honey, so it's. Brilliant. Do you know, it's been really great to chat. Um, and then I'm hoping, you know, next time we'll get some of the people who are going to be joining us in Bournewood for Rosh Hashanah Yom Kippur. Okay. So we can uh, have a chat to them and find out a bit about them and find out what they're going to be running for us over Rosh Hashanah and Yom Kippur. That'd be really nice. Brilliant. Uh, I guess... What a great start to our first pulpit podcast. Well done for you. I'm not even going to say it yet. Join us for the next pulpit podcast uh, coming soon. Looking forward to it. Wishing you all a Shana Tova. Shana Tova. Thank you very much. So yes, it's Shana Tava from me and it's Shana Tava from him. I like the pulpit, pulpit podcast.